Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to worship in North Coast United Methodist Church. It's wonderful to see everyone here today ready to worship the Lord. I'm going to go through a few announcements. Um, the flowers on the altar today were donated by the DeRosiers. I'm not sure what the occasion is, so we'll all have to be watching for Jan to ask her what the flowers celebrate, but they're, they're beautiful. Yeah, thank you. There's Kathy. Thank you. They're gorgeous flowers. Um, I wanted to mention uh, a thank you. The pastor talked a, a couple of weeks ago about some e-waste that we had that had built up, and a lot of it has gone away, and, and that's great. But now we have a, a pile of stuff to donate. So if there's anyone who can grab a few of these things and in the course of their week, drop them off at the thrift store or BAB or someplace. Um, see me after church and I'll point to the pile so you'll know where to take stuff from. Um, looking at our calendar of some upcoming events, opportunities. Um, today, of course, at noon, we have the virtual coffee hour, still on Zoom. Tuesday, we normally have Bible study. It's canceled this week. The pastor can't be in multiple places all at the same time. So Bible study uh, had to get canceled for this week. Um, Wednesday is a new day for the prayer group. Prayer group was meeting on Thursdays. It's moving to Wednesday. Wednesday, 10 o'clock, Zoom is the prayer group meeting. Uh, looking forward to next week. Next Monday will be our prayer shawl time at 1 o'clock. Next Tuesday, next Bible study at 10 o'clock. Next Wednesday, of course, is that prayer group new date time. Thursday, he does have its excitement, though, with the book club at 1.30 next Thursday afternoon, which is the 20, we decide, 26. And then looking even a little bit further out on Tuesday, the 31st, 11 o'clock, is admin council meeting. So for those of you in admin council, and I'm not sure just yet if we're going to do that on Zoom or in person, but Tuesday, the 31st of May, 11 o'clock, we'll be looking for the admin council meeting. And then, excitement, June 10th, we're going back to the lunch bunch Friday gatherings on June 10th at noon. It will be at Chins on Oceanside Boulevard. So um, thanks to Mario and Liz, they've got that all set up for us to, to recommence. And that's all I have for today, Pastor. Because uh, for church council, most of us are already going to be for Bible study, so it'll be in person. On, on the 31st for the church council. Manny, show the next slide. I want everybody to know what we're doing with our kids. Our dear friends, the cabinets are here, and here's some pictures from our last kids club gathering. It was a going away party for our dear friends, the Burton brothers, but we had time of sharing snacks together and a time of uh, uh, sharing gifts and playing basketball and soccer and everything. And that was a really great day. And also yesterday, we had the teenagers at Surf Bowl in uh, Oceanside Boulevard, and we had a, a youth group gathering. 
So if you have teenagers in your family, grandkids, grandnephews, nieces, great, or if they're just your kids, uh, they're, just let me know and we'd love to have them join us in, in these activities. Let's move into our time of prayer. Are there any prayer requests for today? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the Rakowski family, they're having health issues. Okay, the Rakowski family for health issues. Thank you. Any other prayer? Yes, sir. Uh, definitely. Folks in Buffalo. I have uh, co workers who are from there. I just had a text this morning. Yes, many prayers. You know, with the unexpected sudden events that we think can be prohibited or not, it's scary that the safety, it's scary. It's very scary. Many prayers. I'm, I'm going to embarrass you, Chaplain Taylor. I also want to pray for you and all your brethren and chaplains that represent faith to individuals while they're in care facilities and care situations. It's very stressful, especially within a medical area. So I want to share prayers with you and all of your colleagues. Any other prayer requests? Precious and loving God, thank you for the ways that you move in our lives and the guidance. We ask you for care and safety and protection in all things and unexpected things and just be with us on an unknowing journey. Guide us, protect us, be our shepherd. Amen. We are going to introduce a new song today. We always do work together. The Lord knows time. So as we sing it, 
I used to love to watch Batman on TV. And I got all these things that I collect that helps me show and celebrate and remember how much I like Batman. I got Batman and Robin action figures and cars and figurines and more cars and another figurine in here. Oh, there's two. All of these are things that help me to remember. You got one of those? Oh, you got a bigger one? You like Batman too? Yeah. All of these are things that help me remember something that I really like. Now, today in the scripture that I'm going to share with all the grown-ups, Jesus is talking to someone to talk to them how to take something that they love to share with other people about Jesus. Now, for years when I was a youth director, I had a confirmation study guide that used images from the Batman movies to help people talk about how that Bruce Wayne went on this long journey to discover that he was Batman. And what we use in confirmation, confirmation is a time that we go on a long journey to learn about who we are with Jesus. So not only was Batman something that I love, it brings me a lot of joy and happiness, but I was also able to use Batman to tell kids about Jesus. So I want you to think about the things that you really like because Batman went on, Bruce Wayne went on a journey to discover his identity as Batman. And in confirmation, we go on a journey to discover our identity as Christians. So that's how I used to teach it. So there's all sorts of ways that we can take anything that we love and to share with other people that Jesus loves them. So let's pray together about the things that you love and how that we can use them to let people know that they're important to God. Dear God, thank you for all the joys you give me that I can use to show others that you love them. Amen? Amen. Okay, enjoy Sunday school, folks, okay?
Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you for your spirit, your guidance, the ways that you move in our lives and you stir our hearts. Precious God, today help us to see the path that you have set before us along with the tools that you use to train us. Be with us today in this conversation. In your name I pray, Lord. Amen. I want you to look at this Venn diagram. We're going to have some Venn diagrams today. 
And my college math teacher is going to be very surprised that I am actually using Venn diagrams because he did everything he could to get me to understand what a Venn diagram did. But I want us to look at this. This diagram that's before us is a diagram of the Wesleyan quadrilateral. We talked a little bit about that last week. It's the four elements that John Wesley used daily to weigh out his path of service, to weigh out the ways that he see, he saw Jesus Christ active in the world, and the ways that he should go out and, in his words, serve the world as his parish. There's four basic elements of the Wesleyan quadrilateral scripture, reason, experience, and tradition. If you see the largest mass of that Venn diagram, it's scripture. Scripture is our foundation in faith. It's the place that we turn to to see the historical actions of those who grew from the moment of Christ's resurrection to the ones who traveled to share the ministry and the reality of what Jesus Christ did to us all the way to today as we use it as the roadmap of our principles and understanding of what our faith is. But it's not alone. There's other elements that exist within this. Reason, our ability to think things through, to ponder things, to look at the world before us and to see what Jesus Christ is doing in our lives, to give us a new understanding of the path that Christ wants us to follow. We reason through what we see to discover what Christ is showing us. Experience links into that. We go out and we live and breathe. We see the places that Jesus Christ has touched our lives, transformed our souls, and made us who we are in the name of faith. And we've seen those in the actions of others. And we celebrate those experiences as a lasting, living, breathing presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And then there's the things that help us understand all those things. Sometimes it's the box that we put our faith in, and other times it's the food that, that feeds us that strengthens our faith, and it's our traditions. It's our tradition to come and to be here, gathered together, to hear scripture, to sing songs, so that our spirits can be served to go out and serve. Some of us get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to begin praying and reading scripture. My time is about five and a half hours after that. But the first start of my day, waking up and reading scripture, reading through devotions, to allow the Holy Spirit to have the first words in my day so that I can focus on where God wants me to be attentive. Our traditions of communion and baptism and confirmation, all of these things that we use to feed our spirits, all of them singularly are important. But as we look at this, Venn diagram, 
And as we look at the one place where all of the sectors overlap, it becomes the way that we see what our faith focus should be. We have to reason. We live in a very messy world, and thankfully we serve a consistent God, but we live in a very messy, confusing world. We have to reason the things that we go and reason the places where we represent Jesus Christ because of the time, the place, and the events that we live in. We tie that reason, we try to tie that experience, we look at scripture, we celebrate our traditions as we continue to ask daily, where does Jesus Christ want us to be? Slide. There's a Venn diagram that our Bishop Grant Hagia used in his first address to our annual conference. And as we think about the other Venn diagram of reason, experience, scripture, and tradition all overlapping, showing us the places that Jesus Christ wants us to focus on, Bishop Hagia used the foundations, the pillars of our identity to talk about the ways that we proclaim Jesus Christ. We are a people who have actions of worship. We call ourselves Christians, and if you call yourself a Padres fan, you're probably checking the score right now to see if the Braves are still winning or not. What's, it's three to two? I mean, this album is so good. <laughs> But we participate in those things. We go to Petco Park to cheer for the Padres. We come here to worship to hear about the actions of Jesus Christ. We participate in those actions to see where Jesus Christ wants us to be. Thankfully, as United Methodists, at least the United Methodism that I celebrate, we also are individuals who live within actions of social conscience. We look at the world and the needs around us and we truly ask the question, who are our neighbors and what are their needs? We hear the greatest commandment, to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our souls, all our mind and all our strength. And we also love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And we begin to ask the question, what are the needs that Jesus Christ wants us to go and care for? And then we are also a group with actions of community care. I showed you pictures earlier today of our kids club meeting together to have a goodbye party for the purpose. And I showed you pictures of next gen getting together to go only. And did you ever believe that the actions of going to a bowling alley could be significant actions in the gospel of Jesus Christ? I grew up in a bowling alley. My uncle owned a bowling alley. And every Saturday night, my dad and I bowled in leagues. And all the smoking and the drinking going on around us. Even I get baffled at times that even a bowling alley is a mission field to proclaim who Jesus Christ is. Our dear friends that got together yesterday 
We're in a place of comfort and care and support in a fun area of home. I want you to know the, the action figures, and I shared with you my history of loving Batman, that in Batman's imagery from the Chris Nolan Batman Begins movie shows a path of Bruce Wayne discovering his identity as the Batman and the many, many years that I used that narrative to talk about the path and the journey that we go on to discover our place in Christ's kingdom and to know that we are Christians. I would have never imagined as a five-year-old kid watching Adam West pretend to be Batman that one day it would be a tool to share with others who Jesus Christ is. Now, I wish that I could tell you that I brought those toys here specifically for today, but if you've ever been in my office, you know where the toys live every day of my work. But there's so many different tools and actions that we have that we use to get to this center point. When we find a place of worship in our social conscience, when we find a place of worship in our community care, when we find our social conscience within our moments of caring and worship, we find the center focus point, excuse me, of where Jesus Christ is. Go back to the quadrilateral. Everything is important. I feel that Jesus Christ is a person, a being that had no wasted emotion. Using our entire life experiences and using our entire ability to reason, being able to look at the traditions of our lives and use the scripture to weigh it all out, being the master shepherd pointing the way. As we look at the scripture that Amelda read today, we begin to weigh out the question when Jesus Christ calls us to go out and be in the image of love because Jesus Christ is the image of love. What is Christ calling us to do? Many of it is plain and simple. What's that? Love others all the time. You are absolutely correct when. My tongue is tingling all within itself. But isn't it a blessing that Jesus Christ can even use the standard tongue of a southern boy to get his gospel out? But absolutely true. But how are the ways that we love others? It becomes as simple as me discovering how to use the path of Bruce Wayne to describe our path in our Christian service. It's as simple as a church at 1501 Kelly Street and a collection of knitters together to make scars to send out as images of prayer to other people. It's as simple as an individuals that get up at six o'clock in the morning to serve breakfast. And it's as simple as a collection of friends that will join together on June the 11th to share that we have an open table for one and all. Any place that Christ is calling us to love is a place that can be used to show Christ's love to others. Many of us like to sing, and thankfully through Jen's guiding shepherd, 
that we have a place to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through singing. This Miss Lorraine with these mats and giving the, the kids a place to sit down and to have social distance and to know that they're cared for in this. Anything that we can find love in becomes a tool to celebrate love. One of my favorite things that I love to do is to go out to eat. Wow, thank you for allowing <laughs> And I can think over the years of the teenagers that I've gone to eat lunch with that had a place of comfort sitting around food to tell me the things that they were worried about. Here very soon, I hope to take a new friend out to lunch to learn about their journey and hopefully see how their journey will interact with our lives here at North Coast. Just even loving to go out to eat and as Mario and Liz start back lunch punch, a place that we have that Christian community, go back to the uh, mission slide, not the, the, the one without hope. As we take that action of community care and fix it as a place of worship as we pray and even a place of social conscience as we show other dear friends that you don't just have to go to church on Sunday morning and be bored by the preacher's sermon to have a place to celebrate Jesus Christ. All the places that we join together with our heart focused on the central point of who Christ is becomes what Christ shares in this scripture, a way that we use love to change the world. I want to give you homework. But unlike other teachers, I'm not going to receive it and grade it, but hopefully that you'll tell me how it goes. I want you to spend some time thinking about the things that bring you joy. Even if it's something as silly as a television program or Batman action figures, or if it's something intense and, and real that is a world pain, a place of our actions of social conscience, or if it's just a desire to be with other people, I want you to pray about the places that you find love and joy. But then I don't want you to stop there. I want you to pray over how is this place a place of worship? And how is this a place of social conscience? And how is this a place of community care? And then I want to challenge you to go out and celebrate it in such a way that it touches someone else's life. Within our existence at North Coast United Methodist Church, we've tried things. And sometimes it's okay to try things and fail as long as that we've taken the attempt. We're trying Kids Club, we're trying Next Gen. And it is a fruitful attempt as long as two kids are sitting next to each other and they find a place of care and comfort. Once upon a time, there was an attempt to make this place a shelter. And that effort has not failed, it's still on the table. But it's a place that we take those actions of social conscience and tie them into actions of worship and tie them into actions of community care to be caregivers. Whatever your heart's desire is, 
I want you to pray Whatever your heart's desire is, I want you to look at it as a mission to it. Whatever your heart's desire is, I want you to ask, how can I share this with another big person so that they can see Jesus Christ? On the night in which Christ gave himself up for us, Jesus Christ did this exact thing that I'm sharing with you. Jesus Christ took history. He took the common history of the Passover feast to celebrate sharing the story of what Christ was about to do. The Passover feast was tradition. It was a part of their scriptural history. It was an experience that they all shared together. And through using it to help them reason through what his actions would be, Jesus Christ used the Holy Eucharist as a teaching tool, much like I challenged you to pray through in our son. Whatever we use to find love can be a tool to share love. And Christ explained that to the others through the following. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You have made us through love, and through love we have our being. We can love because you first loved us. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join in their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. We abide in him, and he abides in you, and we will have abundant life that will bear much fruit. You are, your spirit appoint, anointed him to preach the good news to the poor, to, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight from the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By his baptism and suffering and death of resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and spirit. On the night in which that he gave himself up for us, he took the bread. He gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your body acts in Jesus Christ, 
we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith, that Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here on these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood, for he abides in us and we in him. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at the heavenly banquet through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. At this time, as we celebrate the gifts of Jesus Christ, please take the bread that represents Christ's body given for us. And the juice that represents Christ's covenant with us on it. Yes, 